Fantastic. So welcome everyone, Naturally Healthy Club, week 11. Um, so this week we are talking about your naturally healthy self-concept. So we're kind of taking a bit of a step back and looking at some last couple of weeks we've been delving into listening to our tummy and kind of that, that skill and that tactic, strategy, no, tactics, the skill really, habits, skill. <laughs> Let's go with skill. Um, yeah, so we've been focusing on that skill and that that really like granular, di- like really diving into our tummy. But to, this week, we're going to continue that work. But also I wanted to take a step back and look at like who is the naturally healthy version of you and start to get to know that person. So we're actually going to be doing an exercise, this couple of exercises this week. One's a visualization and one's a written exercise. So if you are listening to the replay and uh, you're out and about doing stuff, either be prepared to pull over (laughs) or um, pause on your walk or just make a note to come back to, and I'll make a note about what time that exercise is start so that you could just skip ahead and come back and do the visualization because doing these things is really really powerful a really powerful way to connect with and start bringing to life that person that you want to become and um, yes and I also wanted to start this week this week's call just reminding everyone um oh amazing Christine's here uh, that change is possible. So if you remember from week one, um, cause I was listening to, uh, like I was listening to one of the interviews I'd done with someone, a, a graduate of the naturally healthy club at, on my run yesterday. And she was like, just talking about how helpful that, that thought was that change is possible. Uh, and so if you remember back to week one, we started, started talking about that and just whenever you're feeling, if you get to a place where you're feeling like it's not working, you're feeling it's hard, just or you know, every nothing's working and your brain's going down that rabbit hole. You want to just just this thought that change is possible can be a really good one to just rem, just move you from no, it's not working to hang on, it's possible for me to change. And it just shifts you back into a little bit more of a neutral place so that you are able to 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 take actions that are going to be helpful for you. Uh, and I also wanted to start this with some coaching. I just was in the group um, in the circle and Verna had posted in the group and she'd said, I froze myself from listening to anything because I fell behind on the calls. I just need someone to tell me, do I start in the, at the latest call and go backward as time permits or start where I left off and go forward? Sorry, I think my brain is just on indecisive overload. So first of all, Verna, super great that um, you posted in the group and asked for help. Remember everyone, like, I love this. It's the best. I can't help people when I don't know that there's a problem. And so, yeah, that's great. And it, for everyone, like there's going to be times when you're doing a program like this that has weekly calls that you're going to, like, like that you're going to miss out on a couple, right? That's a given. I don't think I've ever done any program where I've like attended everything like every week, you know, straight, straight up up and so that's like completely normal but what I so what I encourage you to do is if you miss a week just let it go and like unless you're like oh yeah I really want to get that and you do and you are you are able to make that that happen great but if it's going to be like stressful and add to your overload particularly over these next few weeks with the holiday season and stuff's coming up I just really encourage you to just jump back in in the current week and let whatever you've missed go just knowing that 
this is so like everything I do, like repetition is incredibly important for humans learning. It's, and that's why on the calls I recap what we did the last week. And each week I'm talking about our philosophy. I'm talking about our process. And so you're going to get exactly what you need when you need it. And just a reminder for everyone that when you're making a change like this, like changing your relationship with food, it's not listening to the calls that gets you the results. It's applying the habits and applying the, the mindset shifts in, in your life. <laughs> so it's like what's going into your mouth, what's going onto your table, the thoughts that you're thinking, changing those is what gets you results, not listening to calls. And like, yes, listening to calls and attending calls and participating helps facilitate that but you can skip a few here and there and it's not not a problem uh so yeah just a reminder for everyone just what if you do ever do that and just and there is no behind like we're this isn't a linear process where you tick off each box each week and then at the end you pop out as like this naturally healthy perfect version of yourself like which is kind of cool because otherwise that would be a bit, bit weird so yeah like change can happen in an instant, like you can have a, a mindset shift. You can just, you can have an aha moment and just things can click into place and you'll be like, right. And then, but also sometimes change can happen really gradually and slowly. So we don't want to, I think the the great, the, the thought that I find really helpful with this is just having that trust that, uh, and I, this is a belief that I hold for all my coaching containers is that everyone's getting exactly what they need when they need it. And we don't need to know how that's true. So you missing out on a few calls, not a problem. Like you're going to get what you need anyway. So thanks for posting in the group, Verna, and let me know how you feel about that. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and for anyone else, just when that comes up, just jump in the back of the current call and just remember, yeah, I'm going to get what I need when I need it. Okay, so a naturally healthy club philosophy I am or I'm becoming naturally healthy, which is what we're going to talk about today. Then I am way more powerful than I think. There's no rush when we're eating, when we're changing. There's no rush. We're doing naturally healthy snails. Yes, I weigh whatever I weigh and it's okay. So just coming at our weight and accepting ourselves where we are right now. How do I want this to go? Most useful thought of all time for being intentional. Um Overeating isn't worth it or it just it isn't worth it. This isn't worth it. There will be plenty of amazing food in my future. I change best when I feel good. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods and we prioritize protein. I've just been reading Gabrielle Bland's book on um, longevity and yeah, she's like the biggest proponent of eating more protein uh, and just going into all the reasons why it's so helpful. I'm so lucky. This is so fun. <laughs> I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There's that thought for all of us and everything's happening in the perfect amount of time. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, so a naturally healthy club philosophy process. So remember there's four parts to it and we, we remember it L-I-T-E. So L is for listening to our tummies and the thought that goes along that is along with that is that it, overeating isn't worth it. And then the habit that goes along with that, that we're starting with now is the tummy challenge. And 
so we are in swing full swing of, with that and I've been doing it with the boys which has been so fascinating and interesting like Fogel and Fimba like each time they like when we get to the end of the meal and they're like they're like oh yeah I've had enough I asked them I was like well how did you know and Fogel all the time he's like I just know like it's just that's enough <laughs> like, and whereas Fimba each time I ask him he's he's like oh my tummy feels so he's feeling it in his tummy, whereas Vogel's just getting that kind of inner knowing feeling. Um, and yeah, I'm kind of, I, I, I actually do both. Um, but it's been fascinating. There's been some people posting in the group saying that they've, um, they've been noticing the little burp. So actually, and we'll talk about more about that when we recap last week's lesson. Uh, then we have I for making intentional choices. Then the thought that goes along with that is how do I want this to go? And the habit that goes along with making intentional choices is our daily practice. And actually, so for Verna and anyone that has like has skipped a, missed a few few weeks, if you're not sure in terms of which habit to be focusing on, remember we implemented these backwards. So we started with enjoyment. So if you don't feel like you've got that um, putting your cutlery down habit, in place then I would start there then we added in tracking so if you're like weighing yourself every day if you haven't got that get that into place and then get your daily practice habit get that that happening and then finally um, implement the the listening to your body challenge but you want to um, so you want to add in each of those things so at the end you're doing we've got four things that we're doing which kind of feels like a can feel like a lot but also it's really not um, and but we want to implement them one at a time so that it's feeling that feels easy um yeah so that's making intentional choices tracking is weighing ourselves every day and enjoyment is putting the habit is putting our cutlery down and also like anticipating something delicious so thinking about your day and actually looking forward to having something that you you're going to enjoy every day or you know once a week whatever feel like time frame feels good for you uh, and oh, and the other thing I wanted to say about our process, Leanne had posted a great question in the group around being intent. What the, what's the difference between being intentional and being restrictive? And it, it's which is a really it's a, it's a great question. And it's really helpful to understand the the difference between the two. And what it comes down to is, and actually Janet did a a great um, great answer on like on her perspective of being um like what the difference is but it's really comes down to like how you're thinking about like being intentional and being restrictive so you could like if you look at my like diet for example like what the things that I eat like what I eat and what I don't eat very much of it like from from for one from one person from like it could be like seen as being restrictive because it's it's very low carb a, like you know, hardly I, I do have sh like sugar once a week but it's not like a lot and so for on the outside like that could look restrictive right but on the inside it doesn't feel restrictive it feels intentional and so it's not actually restriction versus intentional it's not actually like what you're eating it's how you're thinking about it and how you feel about it that determines whether something's intentional like where or restrictive and basically being in when you're intentional it feels good and when you're intentional it's 
something that you're doing because that's how you want to eat. Like that's because you feel like, yeah, this is, this feels good to me to make these choices. If this feels good to me now, but it also feels good to me in the long term as well. I'm not going to, you don't regret those choices. Whereas when you're being restrictive and it's coming, uh, being intentional comes from that, it comes from within, it comes from this is what I want. Whereas being when you're being restrictive it's coming from this place of should and shouldn't and oftentimes it's coming from external rules about food and that someone else has told you you know you shouldn't shouldn't be eating processed food or you shouldn't be eating carbs or fat or whatever it is and often like with restrict when we're being intentional it can it's it's usually uh on a kind of more like it's not this all or nothing thing, like there's shades of grey with it, whereas when we're being restrictive, it's like, oh, yeah, you can't have this and you can't have that. Um, so that that's the difference between the two. And the reason why we want to focus on being intentional is because, A, it feels so much better, like when you have that internal motivation and you're making choices that feel good with you, good for you and that are taking care of you and that are nurturing you versus if you're making choices where it's like a punishment and you're beating yourself up and when you mess up and you don't stick to it it's like this big drama like that restriction that feels awful <laughs> um yeah don't shoot on yourself says Emma in the chat yeah for sure uh so so yeah like the just the way it feels is is reason enough but the other main reason to do it is that to focus on being intentional rather than restrictive is that when we're restrictive and we're denying ourselves and we're like in that mind frame that builds our psychological hunger so and you will have experienced this and it like builds desire to think for, for, for particularly whatever food it is that you're restricting against and so what that does is like it makes you want it more whereas when you're being intentional and you're giving yourself permission to have things it calms down that desire to overeat and that desire to like so if you're telling yourself oh, I can't have donuts, I can't have donuts, I can't have donuts, I can't trust myself around donuts and being restrictive in that way, then like or, like that's building your desire for donuts. Whereas if you're like, oh, yeah, I can have a donut today, but I might, oh, maybe I'll have one tomorrow. Or yeah, like whenever I feel like one, I can have one in the future. Like then there's like, there's no big, like donuts aren't a big deal. <laughs> so this is, that's, that's why I'm so big on being restrictive. I mean, no, I'm not big on being restrictive. That's why I'm so big on being intentional because it just makes everything so much easier. And then we don't overeat. We don't go into that, that we fall, don't fall into that, that trap. So, um, so yeah, glad that you asked that question in the, in the, in the group, Leanne. Okay. So um, now, I haven't told you, told you the plan for the day. <laughs> Fifteen minutes in, uh, so I've just got one bit of news to share. Actually, two posts of the week prize this week, and then we'll recap last week's lesson around listening to our tummies, and then we're going to dive into our naturally healthy self concept, and um, and then we'll open up for coaching at the end. Oh, and actually, between like recapping last week and naturally healthy self-concept exercise um, i want to hear from you guys tiny wins so start thinking now while i'm talking what's something that you can share with the group either post in the chat or um, get ready to unmute and talk because and this is really important like us recognizing progress recognizing the tiny little wins is really a big part of 
making change easy because we change best when we feel good. So when we notice that, oh yeah, I did that and feel let ourselves feel good about it, then then like we're more likely to keep going. We have that motivation. Whereas if we are just focused on the negatives and how we're not doing all these things, then that makes it hard to keep motivated to keep going. So so the the tiny wins isn't just a nice little thing. It's actually a strategic uh, tool that we're using to help ourselves change. So, yeah. And when people, when we share in the group, it's also really inspiring for each other and we just feel like connection as well. So, uh, yes, tiny wins. Let's get ready for them. <laughs> uh, okay. So our news. Um, so, yeah. We actually had two posts of the week prize, prizes this week. Um, so one was for Jenny and she'd said, happy Friday. I'm super late to joining the chat. Um, and she explains why I like busy, blah, blah, blah. Um, and she said, but I'm here now and excited to take control of my path and eating habits. Not um, not much change on the scale but thus far, but changing habits and feeling better and proud of myself for teeny tiny wins here and there, putting down utensils, avoiding the cookies because um, because they're there, choosing meal options instead of eating what's in front of me, adding more protein, drinking more water, committing to exercise movement every day, getting eating earlier even if no one else eats with me, stopping when I'm full slash listening to my tummy and getting a good night's sleep. I look forward to catching up on the backlog of calls and being present on the current ones. So celebrating Jenny for um, for joining in when she when she when she could and also celebrating Jenny for like just she's like okay all this has been going on but I'm here now and I'm excited to take control she's not like in this story about oh I'm so far behind and this is like I'm going to catch up like she's like no I'm here now and I'm excited to take control of my eating habits so it's like yes go Jenny like how good does that feel so um that's a that's a, a great one for everyone to um to to remember um so yeah, you're not too late. It's just you're exactly where you need to be. So, um, so yeah, celebrating Jenny for joining in and also celebrating Anne for posting um, my uh, daily. So it was called Daily Practice, my first post. And she said, I'd been a member of NHC for a long, long time, but this is my first post. And I think, um, I think Anne actually joined in the July 2021 group. So <laughs> she has been with us for a while. And she said, when I started with NetHC, I did not engage with it at all, but kept going as somehow just subscribing felt positive. At the end of last year, I left my stressful full-time job where I'd worked for 25 years. At the same time, I also had a part-time job. So it was essentially only ever working. To resign was huge for me and a big decision over a long period. The, this massive life change allowed me um, to have time to focus on my health and well-being. Uh, blah, blah. And then she said... Um, in January, I committed to walking 10,000 steps every day. I'm making exercise fun by only doing the things I enjoy, like swimming and hula hooping, which is so cool. Plus, I treated myself to an annual subscription to Luna Park, which is this um, fun park in Sydney, so that I can go on the huge slippery dips and up the steps first. In April, I picked up a new copy of a wellness journal in a secondhand bookshop, and writing in it daily has helped me immensely. It has, for example, prompts and spaces for writing your why and your mantra each day. So I weigh myself every day since the beginning of the year. I use a scale that um, links to my phone. Um, let's see, what else did you say? Oh, and now I've added the online five-minute um, journal to my daily practice too. These things only take a small amount of time each morning or later in the day, but they make a huge difference to me. 
I've now released <laughs> 30 kilos. So it's like 60 pounds this year, very gradually, a kilo a week. So that's two pounds a week to start with um, loss slower now and bobbing up and down, but the overall trajectory is still down. I'm better health now than in many, many years. So wanted to, yeah, really celebrate Anne for posting in the group finally, amazing. <laughs> and also like just this, like, like being a model and being evidence that, you know, she's, Anne's got what she needed when she needed it. And she didn't, she could have gone into the story, oh, I've been here for so long and I haven't done anything with this. And she didn't, but she took control. And when, when she was ready, when the time was right for her, she made some commitments to herself, started the started her like changing her exercise, started doing her daily practice and you know making intentional choices around her food and all that has has added up to her like you know making massive changes into her health over the, over this year. So um yeah really uh, really inspiring to read that answer. Thanks for posting. And yeah now that you've posted once and we want to hear more updates from you. <laughs> more tiny wins and tell us more about Luna Park. Okay. So that was um, some good inspiration this week from a from the very beginning to the someone who's well 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 into their journey, um, and I love that we have both like people in all stages in the group. Um, so let's just do a quick recap on last week and just this idea of um, listening to our tummies and just why this is so important is because when you have this skill, it makes managing your weight so much. It makes it so much easier to manage your weight because and. Like when you're super aware of your tummy, like you're so much less likely to have that desire to overeat. And really this, this is the secret between finding that balance between enjoyment and feeling good in your clothes. Because when you are able to tune into how much food, like from your tummy's perspective, uh, then like it, it doesn't matter where you are. Like you can be out out at restaurants you can be here there everywhere it doesn't matter because your tummy's always with you so you're getting the right amounts of food and um how we go about doing it it's really just like paying tuning in and paying attention like setting that intention before you start eating of yeah overeating isn't worth it i'm going to listen to my tummy today or in at this meal and then just pausing and breathing and putting your cutlery down like eating intentionally and literally just like checking in like and it's a good thing to like halfway through at least you know halfway through or even earlier just do that little check-in pardon me um do that little check-in with your tummy like how exactly is my my tummy feeling right now and and actually just letting your body like just not turning switching your brain off a little bit and letting your, your tummy guide you and letting, letting your tummy tell you and the satiety cues we're looking out for uh like the food stops tasting is good, your attention starts wandering, like you start thinking about your day rather than thinking about the food. You have that physical feeling in your actual tummy, like you'll have that feeling, oh, yeah, like for me it feels like, oh, yeah, I can feel there's a bit of food in there, like it feels nice. Um, it doesn't, like it definitely is, it doesn't feel empty, it feels, it, feels, it feels nice, but it doesn't feel like oh, full, like there's that physical, just it's like a nice feeling. Then there's also the inner knowing that I mentioned that that's what Fogel has. It's just like, oh yeah, that feels like enough. Yeah. Uh, and also the other thing a couple of people have been noticing is like there's can be for some people that can be like the, your body like does this tiny birth, which um, yeah, can be can be another sign that, that you've had enough. Uh, so yeah, we want to just tune in. And when you notice those signs and you go, oh yeah, okay, I think this is enough, 
then the, then the next step is coaching yourself because generally if there's food still on your plate and you're used to eating everything on your plate, there's going to be some discomfort that comes up and some thoughts that come up around finishing what's there. And, uh, and again, like the thought that I think is the most helpful in that moment is just, yeah, it isn't worth it or if overeating isn't worth it. And when you tell yourself that, that starts your brain thinking about, yeah, it's not worth it. And actually I'm going to, and and also coaching yourself to remind yourself like yeah I'm going to feel better when I sleep I'll feel more or I won't feel bloated later in the afternoon yet like all those reasons why that that it's going to be good to stop and then when you just want to stop eating when cover or move your plate away and just you know if there's some discomfort there let that just let yourself feel the discomfort and um yeah that's that's all there is to it so kind of simple but of course sometimes not so easy um but the, then like any skill just know that the more you practice this the better you're going to get and the other thing to remember with this is just there will be times where you get it wrong where you stop too soon and then you like feel hungry later and it's like it's not a big deal you just eat like have something to eat like and also just because you stop too soon at that meal on that day that doesn't mean that that was like the not not the right amount of food for you every day. Like it's like, remember our appetites, and we'll talk about this in a future lesson, like our appetites vary from day to day depending on so many factors. So just because you got it wrong, like just because you, you know, got hungry again later, it's not, it's not a problem and it doesn't mean that that won't be that amount of food that you had then. Might, that might have been enough on another day. So just keeping that open mind and be expecting it to be different day to day like noticing that and that's another cool thing about doing this the more you do it you'll notice that your appetite naturally ebbs and flows um, you know from day to day week to week the seasons menstrual cycle all those things okay and our tiny habit that goes along with with listening to our tummies is just um is is just yeah after I notice that I've had enough I will remind myself that I've reading isn't worth it or it isn't worth it and I'll leave food on my plate so that that habit of leaving food behind and then of course though if you've got to the end of your plate and you haven't had that signal of fullness go back and get more <laughs> like like some there are times where there won't be enough and like what's on your plate wasn't enough and then you will want to go back and get more and that's completely fine like you're not expected to leave food on your plate every single meal that being said most I'd say 80% of the time for me I like what's on my plate is more than I need and I stop sooner so just but you may be different it's really like you know what you're putting on your plate is is arbitrary and if you another thing that can be helpful when you're learning this skill is to intentionally serve yourself out less than you think you're going to need and set that intention that oh yeah if I get to the end of this and I still want more I will I will go back and have more so that can be another way to to balance that particularly if you're eating like in an environment where there's a lot of distractions uh, or you're in a hurry like having that smaller serving size can be a, 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 an effective tool okay so tiny yeah how's it how's everyone feeling about that and also it's time for some tiny wins and or lessons if you've learned a lesson this week we want to hear about those as well So you can type in the chat. Actually, I yeah, thought of a tiny win. Um, so this morning I was super hungry and I really wanted a very delicious breakfast. And I had made like 
homemade American baked beans, which I love. So I had like a bowl of beans and I was like, I'm so hungry. I need fried eggs. So I also made two fried eggs and I sat down and started to eat the beans. And halfway through, I was like, oh, geez, I really did serve myself a lot of breakfast. (laughs) And my husband was there and I was like, do you want one of the eggs? And he was like, okay. And then I just gave him one of the eggs and I was actually full until a late lunch, which yeah, I, I don't like, I just never, I never do that. And I did that today. So that is my tiny win. I love it. I love it. I love it, Jen. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it wasn't hard. Hey, like when you do that, like you just, yeah, like I just notice it's easy. Like, yeah, you're not feeling like you've, you've missed out on anything. Love it. Um, okay. Sheila's posted in the chat. Um, tiny win right now. Noticing the value of Jules reviewing the NHC process and the light process. Well worth it. Thanks. Thank you, Sheila. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, Tracy said, started using the five-minute journal and have used it for seven days so far. Go, Tracy. We love that. Yeah. Yeah, like that. doing it every day, having that, that daily practice, so beneficial. Um, Emma said, tiny win. Wasn't hungry for dinner yesterday. Still not sure why. Served myself a quarter of what I normally would. It was probably too much. Anyway, the tiny win is the fact that I accepted my body knows it's best, even though I couldn't pinpoint the reason. Amazing, Emma. And that happened to that happens to me a lot too. Like you just like so, just some days, like it's not like I oh you overeat at any like at lunch or anything, but just some some days you don't feel that hungry. And like so yeah, I do that too. Like often serve myself a lot less and that's still enough. Um, so yeah. And we don't need to know, like, we don't need to question. It's just like, let our bodies guide us. They've got, they know what's going on down there <laughs> um, in the, in the, all the, with all the digestive processes. Um, Christine said, I was away all week at the conference and had several meals where I left behind a small amount of food. I noticed that I had become more interested in the conversation over the meal than, than the rest of the food. So I was able to let it go. Amazing, Christine. So really celebrate that. Like that's a, that's a good, that's good to know that for you, that's fine. That's a, that's a satiety sign is like, oh, actually the conversation's more interesting to me. I'm just kind of picking at this. Yeah. That's time to like leave it behind. So really good. That's a particularly good one in like when you're eating out and you're it, like, and you're at a restaurant and and things like that but also at the dinner table with your family too um Lindsay said leaving food that I didn't need to be added to a tub and a built a delicious abundance bowl of leftovers of lunch today such variety and super tasty yay Lindsay I'm so excited that you've got that and actually um so yeah just I do that too Lindsay like I call it the jar of random random bites and so many times I'll have usually at least once a week there'll be a lunch like where pretty much the meal will be little bites that I've that have for me and also like if the boys leave a bit of egg or sausage wood behind I'll add that in into the to my um into my little jar and then you end up with this like oh I forgot about (laughs) like it's really really fun so oh my goodness overwhelmed with like this is so great so many tiny wins this week yay everyone (laughs) um so yes loving this okay um okay great now let's talk about your naturally healthy self-concept so basically what this is your self-concept is just the 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 picture that you have of yourself, like how you see yourself, it's like the type of person that you see yourself like as. It's like, am I like, you know, you see, you would see yourself as, so 
as, you know, am I an active person? Am I, uh, uh, you know, am I uh, an organized person? Am I uh, like all those, we have these like labels and uh, thoughts about ourselves of, of who we are as people in the world. And some of these are like that we create intentionally, but often it's like, this is just how we've grown up and other people have labeled us in this way. And so we've like just gone along with it and seen it. And the other thing that can guide this, of course, is our habits and our the actions that we take. So if you are someone who, you know, works out every day, like you'll see yourself as an active person because, or a strong person, because you have that habit of working out. And, or if you, you know, play cello, if, then you'll ha- like, you'll see yourself as a musical person because you have that habit of playing that instrument. Or, you know, if you'd like to play records, like, you'll see yourself as a, a music lover because of, of that. And so the, why this is important is because we, there's a thing in psychology that we act in consistency with that our self-concept so if we see ourselves as um a, a kind person say then we will act in, in if we're in a situation and there's an opportunity to show kindness or there's an opportunity to be mean to someone if we see ourselves as a kind person we're going to be like we're going to be kind because we always want to be consistent with that that self-concept that we have of ourselves and so this is really actually a good news because what it what it means is that if we want to change something about ourselves and for so here in the naturally healthy club we want to change our relationship with food so we want to see ourselves as a healthy eater then one of the things that we want to do apart from changing the habits that we have mentioned in our process is this idea of actually changing how we see ourselves so if we um, have a history of dieting and restriction and overeating and um, struggling with our weight or and all those types of things then we would see ourselves as someone who has a difficult relationship with food or someone who struggles with weight and and we want to if we when we change that self-concept if we let that self-concept keep going then that's going to perpetuate so even though we try and change things if we don't change the self-concept as well it can be really hard to make lasting change so that's why this is important. And the good news is, is that when we do change our self-concept, when we do that work to change how we see ourselves and we start to see ourselves as a naturally healthy person, then we naturally want to um, to act in consistency with that, that naturally healthy self-concept. So we will make choices that are in alignment with, with, um, with being naturally healthy. And then so our habits and our actions line up with that with that naturally healthy self-concept rather than the struggle self struggling with food and weight self-concept and so that just becomes easier to be this naturally healthy person and to to like that perpetuates weight the evidence of us being naturally healthy and so then we believe it more and more so it becomes this new thing so how do we get from struggle town to naturally healthy town so really what it is is just actively thinking thoughts about ourselves of like yes it's possible for me to change and this is who I want to be and then having um, the habits like that we have as part of our naturally healthy cup process using those as evidence for our our subconscious and our, our 
brain ourselves that, oh yeah, I am this naturally healthy person. So things like a naturally healthy person weighs themselves every day. A naturally healthy person um, enjoys their food, like they put their cutlery down. A naturally healthy person is intentional with their with their choices and they have a daily practice where they're thinking through their day. A naturally healthy person can make intentional choices in the moment. So all these habits that we have in our process, they're all designed to help change your, your self-concept. But we can also do some... Um, so we can also do some visualization work together and that can be a helpful thing tool to change. And then also um, doing some, some journaling too. And just uh, the other thing that can be really helpful with this is just starting to ask yourself, like whenever you're in any situation, oh, well, what would the naturally healthy me do? And the more you like tune into like what you would like your naturally healthy self to be doing, the more you're going to make those choices in that moment and it just becomes easier and easier. So we're going to do a visualization exercise first and then we'll do our, our written exercise. So it's 6.37, just writing that down so I can mark that on the replay. So um, for the visualization exercise, we just want to get comfy, have a bit of a stretch. And... Then just sit back in your chair and we're going to invite you to close your eyes. So if you want to turn your camera off, if you feel more comfortable having your eyes closed, um, please do. Just get really comfy. We can leave your camera on. And, yeah, you, do, you don't have to close your eyes. If you want to keep them open, that's cool too. And actually before you close your eyes, so we want to put your hands just by your side so that they're kind of at right angle with your palms, palms up. So you they're just and you just what just so it feels comfortable, but you so you've got your hands like your palms facing up like that. So now just we're gonna take a breath in and just let your eyes close if you feel comfortable closing them. And then I want you to focus all your attention on your right palm. So it's like you've got a weight in your right palm and just feel your your right palm. And then we're going to move the attention from your right palm to your right elbow. And then from your right elbow up to your right shoulder. And then from your right shoulder across to your left shoulder. And then moving that focus down to your left elbow. And then left palm. I'm going to toss the, toss the focus from your left palm across to your right palm like it's a ball and you're catching it in your right palm. And then right elbow. And bringing the focus up to the right shoulder. Across to the left shoulder. Left elbow, left palm, right palm again, right elbow, right shoulder, and then imagine it going along across to your left shoulder, left elbow, and then left palm. 
And now we're going to do some imagining. So I want you to imagine yourself at your dream weight. So the weight that feels really good to you and the, that where you've got that feeling of confidence or your body feels lean and strong and you feel really comfortable in your body. I want you to imagine like how good that feels and imagine yourself like maybe getting some compliments. You've gone out and maybe seen, seen a friend and they're like, oh, you look amazing. Um, and let's imagine like just like what are you know, like when you're in this body that feels really good to you, like what are you noticing? What's different about being in this body? being in this body what feels good like what clothes are you wearing and yeah just how are you feeling like what's 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 coming to mind like what is what's being in this body that feels really good to you like being in this naturally healthy body what is, what is it like? And just spend some time here just playing around. It's like, oh, yeah, it feels good. I feel, maybe you feel confident. Maybe you feel powerful even. Maybe there's like a sense of peace and ease. Of just this is who I am now. It's like, just I know what to do. And that, yeah, that this is this is who I am. And you feel that comfort in your skin. You feel like there's no more needing to prove. There's no more needing to change or wish that you were in you were different. You've got that that feeling of like this is me, and I'm happy with this. And you're feeling strong. You're feeling like when you wake up in the morning, you've got that energy for your day. And when stuff comes up, you know you can handle it. Like you've got that capacity to to take on whatever challenges arise. There's that that kind of inner inner strength. Yeah, this is possible for you. Okay, and that's that's the. Now we're going to come back into the room. So just gently take a breath and open your eyes. Do a little stretch and then we're going to just shake off and do some of these ones. <laughs> and now we're just going to do a free writing exercise for like five minutes of, and the exercise is just to answer the question, like who is naturally healthy, insert your name here. And just whatever comes into your mind, just write it down. Oh. I'll just type that in the chat. So who is naturally healthy? Me. And another prompt for this is like, what will you be noticing when you are this naturally healthy person? Like what, do, what would you be noticing as naturally healthy you? And the more detail you can... Um, you can do with this the better so have like maybe we'll, we'll do four minutes
Oh, this is fun. <laughs> I could keep writing, but um, we might finish up there. Oh, you're welcome to to keep going, and you're welcome to. This is a an exercise. I like to just every now and again just do. If there's anything that I'm working on changing, just doing that journaling of, um, of just checking in and actually I'll, I'll chop out that visualization exercise as a, a standalone resource. And I'll post that in circles so that you can come back to that and do that. Like anytime that you feel like you want to connect again with that naturally healthy version of yourself and have that visualization, but yeah, you can do this written exercise anytime you like. And something that I do is I actually, will write out like who am I becoming and like in all areas of my life so like you know it won't be just health it'll be like my career and family relationships all those sorts of things like and it's something that I generally do in January of like who I want to become over the next year and that vision of like who is this person and write down as much detail as I can about where she lives what her house is like like what her habits are like and all those things like future jewels and then I record it as a voice note on my phone and then I listen to it like not all like maybe like once a month or something like that just listen to when I'm out on a run just listen to me talking about naturally healthy or whoever you me oh oh can anyone else hear my sound isn't working oh yeah can anyone else I'm, I'm muted yeah okay great maybe just um turn it off and turn it on again Christine that can help <laughs> I'm talking to you um yeah sound is working yeah log back in good good plan Christine <laughs> amazing um but yeah that that can be a really helpful thing to do and what I would invite you to do like in terms of something really specific and concrete with this work is to actually choose like one sentence, like write one sentence that encapsulates this new self-concept of like this naturally healthy person and add that into your belief plan so that you're writing it down every day and like you can like the, you could do it multiple times a day, have it set as a reminder of, on your phone. I have like post-its in my, on my bathroom mirror of who I'm becoming Um which feel free to do do that as well. But yeah, just have one sentence. So it might be like, you know, I'm naturally healthy or I'm becoming naturally healthy. That might be your one sentence that you add into your belief plan. So when you do your daily practice, you're writing down, I'm becoming naturally healthy or I am naturally healthy. Or it might be, I'm an intentional food lover, or it might be, I'm an intuitive eater. Um, you know, I have a healthy relationship with food. I stay at my ideal weight with ease and joy. Like, doesn't matter what the sentence is just as long as it feels inspiring to you so so i'd encourage you to like look through read through what you've written and like read through the like think about those examples that i just gave you or look at the philosophy and choose something that is um that feels inspiring to who you want to be and add that into your belief plan so that you're um, you know, when you do your daily practice, you, you're thinking through how you want the day to go in terms of food, but then you're also just thinking, writing down that sentence of I am becoming naturally healthy or whatever it is that you choose so that you're, that you're um, 
you're actually reprogramming like your self-concept every day and like every day you tell yourself I am this person or I'm becoming this person the more you the more you think that thought like the more you the the sooner you'll become that person so uh yes so that that's it and yeah the other next step is to just start asking yourself like in any situation like how do I want this to go could it could be like how would naturally like what the other question you can ask yourself is like what would naturally healthy me do here and and start making those choices in the moment from that place of being being that naturally healthy person okay so does anyone have any questions any like thoughts or anything come up for you for you guys with that are you feeling good about your changing your self-concept yeah Lindsay, go yeah can i just ask um is there any detail around the the actual practice of that and what we were doing noticing those points what was happening inside of us oh great question so that's just a it's a focusing exercise to like like to um because it so because it's like a it's kind of like going into a meditative state so rather than being thinking about your day it's just to focus and bring body in bring your awareness into your into your present present um thing so yeah good question Lindsay um and this uh this was so much fun at some point the visualization morphed into a superhero looking and feeling powerful the thing I loved the most was at the top of my head was a thought it said um in it it said ideal weight not actual number um which I love there was a focus on feeling light in my body amazing so great Okay, does anyone else have any questions or anything you'd like to share about the visualization experience? Or if you, um, is there anything that you're struggling with that you'd like some help with, like something that's not working right now? Now's the coaching time. No? Christine, are you able to? Did you want to? There she is. Hey, Christine. Yeah. Um, so um, basically, like this is kind of like a throwing way back, but um, I was having trouble, like I've had trouble along with the whole like um, enjoyment part where you're like supposed to like look forward to something. Um, like at first I was like picking kind of like, you know, like sugary treats and that, that was kind of backfiring because I was overeating. And then I was trying to pick something like, oh, like this dinner, you know, or whatever, something I hadn't had I was looking forward to. But I found that like the, like thinking about it or the planning it or putting it like in that big focus just made me like want to eat, overeat it. It didn't matter. It could be like Brussels sprouts or something. But I was like, oh, like I've been looking forward to this and I'm eating it all the time. So I just wasn't sure if I should just like drop that whole thing or I had thought like maybe just like finding something else about my day to look forward to, like, Oh, I get to go like on a hike outside or, you know, something like that. Um, just because like that part of it just, um, it just didn't seem to like work really well. And maybe that's just like my brain that was like fixating on the food. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering what was causing that, Christine. Like, was like, is there, do you have a history of like denying yourself stuff, like of having rules and like being from, are you coming from a real restrictive? Oh, oh yeah. Of- like I've actually come from like a, like a very restrictive thing, but like, I haven't done that for several years. I've just kind of been like, you know, I'm at a higher weight, but I was just kind of like, okay, I've got rid of that. So I'll eat whatever I want when I eat it. But now like I was trying to like, 
be eating in a way that felt more in tune with like, am I really hungry? Because do you know what I mean? And, and stuff like that. But like the whole focus on putting it back into like, and it's not that like, I don't want to like enjoy my food and I do, but like the whole, like setting it up, like first thing in the morning to look forward to it was like, I don't know. That was just messing with my head. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so it, that actually removed it. Like, so having looking forward to it actually sounds like it caused less enjoyment because then you were overeating it. Yeah. Because then, then it was like, either it was something like, Oh, I'm having like this dinner and I haven't had it in a while. And then I was like, Oh, well, since I haven't had it in a while, I shouldn't like my, like a lot of those like sneaky thoughts were like, Oh, have more, have more. Or, or like, I'd be thinking about it through the day. Like, Oh yeah, I'm going to look forward to it. And I would just get caught up in that. And it was harder than to like, be like, well, am I still really hungry? I would just keep eating it. Yeah, right, right. So do you think it was that there was an under? I haven't had this for a while. I'm probably not going to have So the underlying thought, the sneaky thought was like, probably not going to have it again for a while. So I've got to. No, it my- wasn't that it was because I could have it again, like the next night if I wanted to okay. cook it again. But it was just like, I, I don't know, I guess for me, it just doesn't work to think about it ahead of time. Like the anticipation that just like cuts off like me listening to like my body saying okay like you've had enough and we're all set okay so I'm wondering like like yeah maybe for you Christina it's like like you don't you don't need like because anticipation like it's like a bonus enjoyment please but if it's feel mm-hmm. if you feel like it's actually causing a net negative for you then then I probably yeah like do an experiment and see if you don't like do that Okay. And just enjoy in the moment. Or or maybe it's like rather than doing it every day, maybe it's just thinking about something that you like that you would like once a week, like having something that you look forward to. Like doing it less frequently. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um like it was kind of messing with like like I, d- I haven't really gotten like the daily like practice down because like I was trying to do. I was putting too much as, pressure of like, oh my god, I've got to choose my one thing that's going to be delicious today. Yeah, it's too much pressure. Yeah. So. yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Let's like let's make it easy. Like like if anything feels hard, then that's a sign to like take a step back. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So like, just remove that from your daily practice. But mm-hmm. and maybe like let's how you, how's your daily practice going at the moment? Like, do you feel like you've got um, well, I mean, I guess that's like something like I've had trouble just because like my mornings like tend to like slip, like there's things I do, but it slips around. So I don't have like a, um, I haven't found a specific time, I guess. I'm like still working on that. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, cause it doesn't have to be in the morning. Some people do it like at lunchtime can be like where you think through your day. Mm-hmm. Or you can do it at the like it's part of your bed, like evening, mm-hmm. end of the day. Yeah, time. yeah. I guess I just need to sort of like like just pick something and set it aside. Um, I did have one question actually though, like from last week. I I wasn't able to make it, but I did listen to it. Um, and you mentioned somebody who like had like a podcast or something about time. Um. Yeah. And I was just, I'm like, that's like a really big thing for me is like time. So I was just curious because I couldn't catch who it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, it's Vicky Louise, V I double K I. 
and then mm-hmm. her surname's Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. Okay. And the podcast is called Hack Your Time. Okay. So if you search for that, you'll find it. And I did put mm-hmm. a link to um, the episode on creating flow with the replay from last week. It's in the comments. Emma reminded me okay. that I had um, posted it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess um, I'll, like, post um, in the um, community, like, I'll just, I'll pick something and I'll give it a shot and I'll just, I'm going to just cut out the, like, specific food and just kind of go, like, with, like, sort of my my thoughts, I am becoming something. Yeah, yeah. So just keep your daily practice really, really simple. And did you, like, are you a notebook sort of person or more of an app person? Um, I'm not like, I, I basically, I use this, um, it's like a computer program, but it's not like an app. Um, okay, cool. but like it, I, I tag it so like, I can always bring it back up and look at stuff, um, later. So, um, I just need to figure out like, when's the best time when I'm sitting in front of my computer to like do that. So. Yeah, cool. Cool. And so linking it to like, if you have it, like linking it to like something else that you're already doing okay yeah yeah and also remember christine the other thing with new habits is like making it as tiny as possible so Mm -hmm. like so like rather than like i have to like write out my plan for the day and do all these Mm -hmm. things just make it that i just like i just open that that computer like open that app like open that thing on my computer like make that the minimum requirement to, for doing it. Okay. Yeah. But like I've got a habit at the moment I'm working on where I'm wanting to read every day and on my ki- like on the Kindle app on my phone in really small print to work on um, improving my eyesight. And so the, the tiny habit is that I just have to open the Kindle app and sometimes I read a paragraph. Well, sometimes it's a couple of words. Sometimes I read a couple of pages, but it's like just to build that habit in and get that consistency yeah okay okay does that feel good christine and does that yeah, feel good like do you feel good about like oh, yeah let's let, let go of that anticipating something thing like giving yourself actually, permission I, do. To... I think i just needed you like to give me permission to let it go because i kept trying to do it and it wasn't working for me personally so yeah amazing excellent yeah, self-coaching thanks. oh glad you could make it christine <laughs> that's awesome excellent. thank you oh i've just noticed the time everyone so um uh Oh, Emma's saying, Christina, I could relate to this problem. We'd love to hear how you go in circle. Yeah, so for anyone, if anything feels hard, just experiment with not doing it as well. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so have a beautiful week, everyone. For those of you that are doing your daily practice challenge, go do your daily practice, daily, work on your daily practice. For those of you that are doing the tummy challenge, work on your tummy, ta- listening to your tummy. And if anything comes up between now and next week, post in the group for coaching and next week we're going to be talking about um, your appetite I think or it might be something else stay tuned (laughs) okay have a great week everyone bye